Today is October 4th. We are one day away from the Yankees facing the Rays in Game 1 of the American League Divisional Series. It's going to be hot and heavy. Jake's favorite way to be. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you very much for hanging out with us for a little bit as we preview the series against the Rays that's coming up. My name's Jimmy, sitting next to me is Jake. Behind the dish, we have producer Bug Bug Dude. We're coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios in the Bronx. That's RSVLTS.com. Jake and I are both wearing Roosevelt's gear today. Didn't plan it, just happened. I wanted a, a light sweatshirt because I'm wearing dark shorts. And you have your rock shirts on. Tell them about it. It tastes just like candy. So dance with me. Thanks, everyone. Big series. It's happening. We're recording this on Sunday or Saturday. So through my phone, I still want it. Yeah, you threw your I phone on the Brian ground. I sent Brian Hoke a text. Oh, name drop. Uh, and I am uh, not nervous yet. I haven't oh. really let it sink in yet. No. But we're gonna go through the matchups and then and the the history and a little rivalry. I still hate calling anything besides the Red Sox a rival. But there is bad blood between yeah. these two teams. They like these teams in 2020. These Yankees hate the Rays more than they hate the Red Sox. So like, it is a current temporary rival. But still, it just still feels weird. Like the Red Sox, are the rival. The Red Sox and the Yankees are one of the best rivalries in sports. Uh, currently, I mean, it is Rays and Yanks, and it goes back to last year. And I think. The first blood was kind of really drawn going back to 2018, so it's been a few years now. A lot of these guys have played a lot of baseball against each other, and there's been some hot moments. There's been brawls. There's been pitches up and in. Uh, there's been managerial quotes about horses, so you know it's good. And, yeah, I mean, you know, starting off wide, and I know we got we got stats, we got quotes, we got sound bites and everything. I, I think my biggest overarching thing from this year, uh, you know, the Rays dominated the Yankees in the regular season. It was they won eight games to two. We went back, we looked at some of those lineups for the Yankees, and it's kind of unbelievable. Ford, Talkman, some of the guys that were in those lineups, Jordy Mercer. Got some shout-outs. Don't uh, get me started. That's, you know, the Yankees flipped the switch. They switched the flip as well. And, I mean, it's just a question of are the Yankees going to, I mean, end up laughing at the Rays and saying, like, yeah, that was a really fun regular season, huh, guys? And then just smash them. Or are the Rays legitimately this good? And they are to a degree. Um, we're going to find out to what degree. Or is this game going to go five because these teams are both pretty stacked in different ways um, and it might come down to one or two small things. So uh, that's – I just summed up the sport of baseball for you guys. Um, and, yeah, man, I, I'm not nervous yet. 
I mean, pitch one's going to be crazy. And, dude, there's so many, so many storylines. I mean, Cole and the Rays. Uh, I mean, Snell and the Yankees. <laughs> uh, which glass now shows up? Booty, booty, booty. Where do you start? I don't know where you start. I mean, you can start with the pitchers. You, it, okay. Or let's start with those sound bites. It gets fired up. Mm. You know? We got a bunch of sound bites on the Yankees talking about this matchup. So here's Voight on it. The Rays clinched the AL East tonight. Uh, their game ended about 15 minutes before yours. Just your, your reaction to that? Yeah, I mean, not what we thought going into the season. Um, but, you know, hats off. They had a good year. You got to give them credit, but we'll see them again. That was a while ago. That was when they clinched. Voight said, we'll see them again. They're seeing them again. This is Booney. Um, yeah, uh, <clears throat> Look, they've been the best team in our league all year. Um, so we're excited to go play the best team and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully get have our way with them this time. Uh, we know they're going to be a challenge. We know they're going to be tough. We know they'll be ready for us. Uh, but we look forward to that challenge and, and hopefully we can, we can uh, turn the tables on them. So that's not the Koi Boone. The quote that Koi Boone said was, yeah, we're going to go face the big bad the best team or something like that. But it was like the, the big... The favorites. Yeah, he said like the big bad team in the AL East or something like that. Uh, what was it? It was good. Because they said he was smirking. Um, And he was kind of... We're clearly the underdog now, Aaron Boone said with a smirk. They are the big bad number one seed in the AL East. Yeah. So I like that. We got uh, Stanton had some thoughts on, on their banners. And they're what a winning you know, the division. Cash's comments about the bullpen. Do you guys have to resist being drawn into that sort of thing? I mean, it's easy to kind of fall into that and and maybe lose lose focus a little bit by getting into that back and forth. Do you guys have to kind of resist being drawn into that stuff? Uh, well, we understand. We understand it's there. Um, but uh, at the same time, they, they won the division, so the, they got that, and um, now it's an opportunity to to let them just have the division. And uh, you know, it's our it's uh, it's the the full bragging rights uh, chances here. So shirts and hats that doesn't mean anything. You know, we're we're going to be here in San Diego, and, and we can play it out there. I think that's it. I think that's all. Kevin Kiermaier said they don't like us. We don't like them. It's going to be it's going to continue to stay that way. So, you know, we got storylines brewing. Some real stuff and I I think Jim something that we do need to mention and sometimes we forget how zoomed in or zoomed out we are. Uh, if you don't know, these games are being played in the bubble in San Diego. Yeah. Uh so they're going to be in Petco Park, which is traditionally a pitcher's park. Um, so kind of do what you want with this uh, If you want to go check out our stuff on Talking Baseball uh, Again, it's like a coin flip thing does, does a pitcher's park help San Diego Or does it help Tampa's strength become more of a strength Because their pitching is really good Or does it help the Yankees Where, you know, they've got a lineup that mauls And Stanton's home runs don't get held in any baseball park I think you could flip a coin and kind of have your take And it, it's... Six one way, half dozen the other. We will feel it when things start happening. I think it benefits them a little bit more. You think so? Yeah, because the Yankees, they hit home runs everywhere, right? 
they also get short porch home right. runs. Like Voight got a couple first row. Wade hit one very first row. Not Wade's part of this. Oh, Gary's in time. Gary's in Cleveland. Does that go out in San Diego? No. Um, I do think you know the Yankees can hit home runs that no park can hold. Yeah. But they also hit pop-ups that have gone out at Yankee Stadium. Right. And I, you have guys that are designed to do that. We are very much going to feel the right field effect. I can already feel myself, you know, seeing the the judge fly ball 320 to right field that I'm like, ah, would have been three rows deep at Yankee Stadium. That's fine. Um, I do think for the Rays, <laughs> that's pretty good. I do think for the Rays, you know, they have these platoony guys that hit that the we – Watching the Padres and the Cardinals play their game three there the other day, you know, there were six balls that I think in a normal baseball field left the stadium, and only one ball did. So it's going to be interesting to track. And again, you know, could could you put that in a plus column for a J Hap game four start? Maybe. Who knows? Um, you know, so uh, interesting to see. I think both teams, both teams will be telling themselves that it's going to benefit them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to the pitching. Let's do it. Uh, obviously, we don't know. No, no managers come out and said nothing he's, official. No, he's our one. He's our two. For Except the, Cole and Higgy, that is official. The Who Yankees, it's pretty yeah. easy. Cole's the one. Tanaka's the two. Now they said Hap was the three for the the wild card, so I'm guessing Hap's the three here, and Davies the four. And for the wild card, Hap was the three, but it was like I kept saying it's not Hap's game. It's like right. we're gonna live and die with Hap. Depending on if it's tied one to one. Or the Yankees are up two nothing, it's going to be Hap's game. Now if they're facing elimination, obviously it's not right. going to be Hap's game, because you have a fourth game. If it's tied one to one, it's definitely Hap's game because you have a fourth game. You have five games in a row. Our bullpen's never done that. Yeah. Fuck, that's the scariest thing. Anyway, um, we'll get to that when we get to that. I do. So it's, it's Cole Tanaka. I think it's Hap. I think it's Davy game four, unless they want or use Davy as a piggyback behind Hap. Because he's a righty and you fuck up all their splits. This is a team, it's not like the Indians who do the same lineup every night. This is a team who makes their starting lineup on your starting pitcher. So if you want to piggyback Davey after Hap, and then you, if say say they're up 2 nothing. Yeah. Say the Yanks are up 2 nothing, which, you know, I'm not getting ahead of ourselves, but I think that's the plan to have Hap and Davey go. Because you go Hap one one and a half times through the lineup, then you bring in the righty, and now they're going to go to their bench, and they're going to use different pieces. So, you know, and then, because otherwise, Monty, if he comes out of the pen, I don't like that. Yeah. Monty starting, you go lefty, and then you can have Chad come out, and you play the lefty-righty. Fuck with their splits again. There's going to be a lot of messing with their platoons and their splits and forcing Cash to use his bench. It's going to it's gonna be the game of chess throughout, and... Uh... Hey, Adam Adovino, uh, it's going to be interesting because the Rays tortured you during the season. So, you know, if you jump to a half game three, uh, could Adovino be the first guy to come out of the pin in the fifth inning to see if the Rays will go to their bench then? Because then you're potentially burning players, and what does that look like? So there's going to be a lot of chess and strategery throughout this series. Uh, I mean, let's let's start it off. I mean, you said it, it's Cole and Tanaka. Everything is pointing that they are going to start Snell game one. I wouldn't if I was them, but I think they are. Uh, it's it's pointing to that. Let's operate as it does for now. The other option would be Glass now, who's awesome uh, when he's right. Uh, he does he ha- has had a few games this year where he isn't, but when he is, it's unhittable. Uh, there's really no other way to label it. It's not really win at bats. It's survive. Uh, so we'll see what that looks like. Meanwhile, the Yankees have had some success against Snell. He did have, what, one good start this year? Did he have a five-inning 
shutout against the Yanks or something like that. Um, we do have kind of a construed view of Snell. I mean, he got lit up at the stadium a couple times. You know, the guy won a Cy Young, and then the Rays handle him with with baby gloves, kitty gloves sometimes, uh, you know, injuries and this weird season. Three uh, innings pitch, zero earned runs. He only threw 60 pitches because of pitch count stuff. Right. And then he went five innings pitch, three earned runs. Those are his two starts against the Yankees this year. When Snell's right, it's it's – Disgusting, uh, but we have gotten to him, and he's not—he's not as terrifying as Glasnow when he's right. Uh, but it's kind of funny. I mean, Cole Snell, game one. Um, you know, two really good pitchers in baseball. The Rays have done pretty well against Garrett Cole. Um, we'll see what that looks like. G-Man Choi, who has owned Garrett Cole, has had some injury issues. We'll see if he's there. I would guess he would be, and I mean that's going to be a must-watch at bat the first time through. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, also, you know, it doesn't matter, but it does matter. The the Rays didn't see, you know, G- Garrett Cole since he's really gotten rolling, uh, you know, since the Higgy party he, he has had started. A, he had a good game against them. I Everyone keeps forgetting that Garrett Cole went six innings pitched, two earned runs against the Rays, and they're acting like the Rays just blew him up every outing. Now, there were bad ones. G-Man yeah. Joy hit home runs off him, and that's annoying. Right. But he saw him three times. Five innings pitch, four and runs, bad. And then there was another time, 4.2 in a seven-inning game. He struck out 10, but gave up three. Um, I think there was some bad defense. He went 6.2, 10Ks, two earned runs in a game. Yeah. So, you know, he did have a good start against the Rays this season. Yes. Um, I There is some stat that, like, his, his biggest winless streak is against the Rays, or it's like seven or eight games or something like that. The Rays have... Amongst AL teams with more than two starts against them, they have the highest OPS. It's in the sevens, which is pedestrian, but teams don't do that against Cole. Um, I don't know. I think the Rays are more gung-ho against Cole than other teams. I think that's a fair statement. Um, And the Yankees are more gung-ho against Snell than other teams. So I I think that's going to be an exciting game one. I think they're going to be smart enough to start glass now game one. Think so? What what would you rather, Snell game one and five? Like, if there's only one glass now start... I'm a little happier than that than two Snell starts. So I would I would if I'm the Rays, I'm starting Glass now game one so he can also pitch game five. Yeah, I mean, you know, a potential game five would be all hands on deck, and I think you have Snell and Glass now available. For a couple innings, but yeah. Um so yeah, I, I don't know. I'm with you. You know, that goes into Jake's theory, do what the opponent doesn't want to see. Yeah, I'd rather see Snell than Glass. And Snell and and and, and Cole and Glass have matched up three times already this season. Yeah. So it'd be their fourth time meeting each other. It'll it's be kind interesting, of a cool interesting to see. Um because you know, they have it lined up uh with Snell and Snell is more their guy. Like he's been a part of this Rays organization for a while and you know, he's bump day, he's got the Cy Young in the bag. Like we do overlook that kind of stuff. So uh, we'll see. And then game two, you're right. It's kind of this weird reversal. If Glass now is game two, uh, it would be him and Tanaka, who the Rays don't want to see Tanaka. The, uh, in recent success, they've done better off Cole than Tanaka. I well, mean, they did get to Tanaka once this one year. One time this year, Tanaka was lights out last year, four starts. I think it was 28 innings with a, a one ERA. He had the complete game shutty, if I remember correctly. Isn't there some excuse about that bad game with Tanaka this year? I feel like there was like a, a bad defense, or I feel like we went into it like with some excuse, came out of it with some excuse. Sure. 
Uh, obviously, it's Tanaka. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't uh, him. Uh, so, yeah, uh, interested to see, um, especially. And, again, this is where, you know, I start to like I start to like Petco for the Yankees, man. I mean, Tanaka in Petco, a, a ball where, you know, that short porch like we talked about, that's looming over Tanaka's head. In Petco, it's not. Uh, so, interested to see, and that's the, the dumb joke I made, so I'll make it again. It's like, you know, it on paper, you'd look at this, and if they do go glass no game two, you'd be like, all right, well, Yanks get the Cole game. You know, Rays will get the glass now game. Uh, you could see that easily switched because um, Tanaka dominates, and, hey, Snell can be really good too. Can I tell you a little bit about glass now? Please. Glass now had three games against the Yankees. In one of them, he went six innings, pitched zero earned runs. Very good, right? Yeah. Very good. The Yankees lineup he faced was DJ Voigt. Good, good. Mike Ford in the three-hole. Clint hey. Frazier in the in the four-hole. Uh, Talkman batted fifth. Jordy Mercer batted eighth at shortstop. Not the best lineup, right? No. Not what he's going to see. Jordy Mercer will not be playing in this series. All right. In, a, in another start that Glass now had, he went 5.2 innings, pitched two earned runs. Good. Yeah. Good. Not... What he can do on his best right. day, but good. That lineup was Hicks leading off, Voight batting second, Geo third, Mike Ford DHing, Clint Frazier in right field. Uh, they pinch hit Andy Hard, they pinch hit Talkman, and then Wade got into the game as well. Oh, a Tyro Estrada batted nine. Mm. Not who he's going to see, right? Don't think he's going to see a In his first game against the Yankees this season, he went 2.2 innings pitched with four earned runs. That lineup was DJ LeMahieu leading off, Aaron Judge batting second, and Mike Ford batted mm-hmm. third. Got him. <laughs> Stanton batted fourth. The game Ford got him. So Judge and Stanton were in it. Glaber batted sixth. Geo's in there. Gary's in there. Gardner's in there. The only difference you have is Hicks for Talkman and Voigt for Ford. But you have those guys. Stan- Judge went three for four in that game. Stanton went two for two. Um, Stan got a hit off glass now. Glaber got a hit off glass now. Geo worked a walk. Ford hit the home run after Judge hit a single. Geo Urshela hit an RBI double after Stanton and Glaber worked walks. If they can spit on that curveball, if they can lay off it, which we saw him make DJ Voigt, everyone look embarrassed right. with it. If it's a little off, if they can lay off it, if the analytics team has a tip, Tell anything These guys can get to him Yeah and uh, to be partially Fair to Glass now he he Moved on the mound his first Four starts this year drastically Different than his last seven That doesn't Um, play into the confidence I'm trying to instill Yeah I know I know and I'm with You Um, (laughs) uh, And yeah I mean hey oftentimes that curveball Does end up in the dirt so you got To find some way to lay off of it we'll see Um, Yeah I don't know when when he's right. It's disgusting, but we have seen him get flustered a little bit. So what can you do in that first inning? Can can you can you get him shook a little bit? We'll see, man. Um, and then you go from there. Charlie Morton probably gets game three. We knocked him around a little bit. Um, he's the veteran. He's got a body of work. Um, that would look like Hap Day again. J Hap. Some of you people still. Um, fight like the why does J Hap get starts and it's like what he he was pretty good this year 
Um, don't get me wrong. I'll be scared if I see Jay Happ on the mound in a, in a do-or-die game three. Um, but Happ has been good in Petco, a fly ball pitcher. You can feel okay about that start if it's not do or die. And then Davey should be the wild card or game four starter. Uh, we love Davey. It would be his first postseason action. Kid has ice in his veins. Um, and, you know, you could almost see Petco benefiting him too. He likes to pump that fastball early so he has his better breaking stuff to bring you after that. Um, that, you know what, it, hey, maybe there's that one ball that could have been a solo homer or two-run homer that doesn't leave the yard, and Davey can really lock in and be nasty. So that's obviously some Yankees positive spin stuff. Um, and I don't know if that brings us to the bullpen, Jim, because, I mean, this is where the Rays I this, mean, this is us. where This is where they have the biggest advantage, and the Yankees are really, really scary. If the Yankees have to go to a four-game series or a five-game series, I don't know the formula, Jake, because... You need a game like game one against the Indians. Like, you need Cole to hand the ball to Sessa, who has decent numbers against Tampa Bay, I think. Um, You need a game where Chad, Britton, and Chapman don't pitch. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, these are probably going to be low-scoring, close games, unless the Yanks can really, the offense can bang, but I... Or vice versa. Or vice versa. Yeah, if you lose, lose fucking big. Yeah. Um... The Yankees do not have the depth in their bullpen to do this. They are going to have to lean on Lasagna, Ottavino, and Sessa. One, two of those three dudes are going to have to be like, it's me. I'll do it. And I don't have a – I mean, the Yankees don't have any faith in Ottavino. Johnny Lasagna just had a bad outing. Lasagna might open the door for Otto a little bit, uh, which which we'll see Try what that Sessa. looks like. Try I don't have any faith in Holder. No, um, I mean, I'd assume he's going to get an inning somewhere. We'll see what that looks like. Um, faith ain't the word. Uh, yeah, I mean, you need you need Garrett Cole to be a pretty special version of Garrett Cole. I mean, the game plan is almost the same game plan from the first two games, except hopefully they don't start game two in a monsoon, uh, where it's Garrett hopefully handing it off to Britton and Chapman. It's Tanaka going to Chad uh, potentially for two. Um, and then the same formula if you're up. Um, and, yeah, I mean, let, let's be honest. After that, we don't have faith in Adovino. His last couple appearances have been okay. The Rays really like to fuck with him. Uh, you guys know I don't like hard, dropping hard Fs, but it's what they do. Um, and and they will do that. So, uh, interested to see what that looks like. Can Lasagna bounce back? Uh, tough Tough postseason appearance for him. He's been in some tough postseason situations already. And oh, yeah. I just had a scary thought. Okay. You want to talk about it? So, if they bring out a Vino into the game, yeah. they're going to pinch hit their lefties. Right. No, the three better minimum ruins it. Okay. okay. I was worried that like they're going to use Otto as a pawn. Right. Mess with his head even more. Mess with his head even more. But he, if they bring him in, he has to pay. That's the that's the biggest management, and I think Boone's going to be nervous about it because yeah. if you bring out a Vino in, they're going to pinch hit with a lefty if they're if he's not in the game, and then Adovino has to face three batters, and then they're going to pinch hit with another or lefty. Or get out of an inning. Or get out of the inning. And they, they fell into this trap earlier yeah. where it was like, oh, shit. So Boone might be even, like, he's already hesitant to use Otto. Didn't use him at all in that clip. Didn't even yeah. get him up. Might be even more hesitant because of the mind games and the outmanaging Cash can do 
by because of the way the Rays are built. And that's why I, you know, it's a sick, weird jump ahead. But Jay Happ, game three, I wouldn't be shocked if Otto's the first guy out because you say, hey, Cash, if you want to burn your guys, Otto's going to be here in the f- end of the fifth, sixth inning. And then does that burn their bench for the later innings because they like doing that stuff too. And um, then you they put in their lefties, and, and then you can bring Britain. in Britain and Chapman. So that's all right. That's a very fun chess move to have on your radar. Yeah. If they bring after tap, they're going to have their righty heavy lineup for a half start. If you bring in Otto, they burn their righties and use their lefties, and they're stuck with them the rest of the game. And then you can use Britain and and Chapman. I think Chad does good against lefties as well. I don't know the stats, but I test fastball runs in. Yeah. Um. That's just very scary auto at bats, though, Jake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, they will be. <laughs> they will be. Uh, and, yeah, on, on the race, I, Yanks, it's who's going to step up. Um, I still have a Hail Mary that they they might put Clark on the roster instead of someone like Monty. Um, and There's if he, no way. If he were to look good, does, does he find a way in the mix? I don't know. We've seen a lot of young guys get opportunities in this playoffs. Uh, the Rays called up their top prospect, Shane McClanahan. I don't think he's pitched in a regular season game. He's on the roster, so look out both sides for some potential funny business there. Um, I asked Brian Hoke if he thought Clark would be in there. He said he thinks not, and I think it's fair. Um, I, I think there's no way. Do you think they keep the three catchers? Yeah. Okay. Because if if they're dead, if they're if they, if they like Gary's bat, which I think they do. And they're starting Higgy, then you you know if the game calls for game, didn't call for it in game one because right. they blew out the Indians. If the game calls for it, as soon as Cole's out, Gary's pinch hitting. Right. If it's a close game, you know three runs either way, losing or winning, you have to pinch hit Gary for Higgy, and then. If it's 8-9 and then you need a pinch run for Gary, you need to have a third catcher. Yeah. So that's that's so I think he will be on there. Because Do you think Ford is? No. Okay. Well, maybe, but it doesn't matter. He ended up in the Cleveland game, which Boone kind of admitted he regretted, but... Then maybe, if for that reason... And that's where I do think they want to add another pitcher for this series. And I don't know if it's Kratz or Ford. I think it's flip a coin. I agree with you on the catcher stuff. But Higgy and Gary both kind of looked good. That, I, I don't know, I could see them not. I can see them not, but it does lend itself because they're guaranteeing Higgy a start and they want Gary right. to pinch hit. I like the you three catchers. You don't want to be... It's kind of a layer of comfort. I, I like it. You know, I think you and I would both not have 40 on the roster to add another pitcher. Um, but again, he got in, you know, one of two playoff games so far. So I don't know. Um, that's going to be interesting to see. Why did Ford need to be there? So they pinch ran Wade. for uh, for Voight. Yeah. And then they pinch hit for Wade with Clint. So DJ went to first and then went back to second and Ford played. That first. was a lot of a lot, a lot of overdoing, I think. It was too early. There was no there was no reason to to do that that early. And Booney kind of said that. So I He said yeah, he said he regretted. And dude, I I mean you've been on this but sad void on the bench. You kind of can't do that. Um 
So we'll see. And hey, we talked about the Yankees pen a lot, and you guys know a lot about it, and you know a lot about the Tampa pen too. But Nick Anderson, disgusting. Diego Castillo, filthy. Pete Fairbanks, my lifelong nemesis. Um, and they've brought back a couple of their tricksters. Oliver Drake, I don't think we saw him. Um, he he looks like he's back, and just every guy that comes out of there throws a different sort of funk at you that uh, they're just good. Like, there's not a body coming out of there that you say, all right, tea time. So what – I'm looking at the pitchers now. Sure. That they had on the wild card series. Okay. Britain's there, he's staying. Done. Sessa's there, he's staying. Yep. Chapman's there, he's staying. Cole's staying. Davey's staying. Chad's staying. Hap's staying. Lasagna's staying. Adovino's staying. Tanaka's staying. Nel- Nick Nelson. Jordan Montgomery. Holder, those are the other three. That's 13? That's who they had. You think all those are staying? Nelson? I think Holder. so. Well, who are they going to add then? I don't think they're going to add anyone. They could add, who would they, uh, King. They could add King. Yeah. They could add Clark. Um, and the only the only guy that I would put as a maybe out of the names you said would be Monty. Just because. He's starting game four. Not Davey? It depends on the situation. I don't like Monty coming out of the bullpen at all. And that's my point. If you're not going to give Monty a start, which I don't think they are, I, Monty doesn't really have a role out of the bullpen for me. I mean, he got loose at the end of the Cleveland be a, game. So he could be a long man in the loss, guy, but, yeah. I mean, that's scary. The other pitchers in their like additional bonus pool because they can bring 40 yeah. with them, it's Ryan Buckter who we haven't heard from all year, King, Kriske, Tyler Lyons, Paxton, who isn't an option this series, Clark Schmidt, Yahore. I think that's it. The only funny so, business could be Lyons because we've seen them do that before if they want a lefty. Like, kind of liked them. They do like some the Tyler Lyons, and he was really hot. But I don't think they're going to add another no. pitcher. So you think they're staying at 13? Mm-hmm. So same roster. Would be your current guess. I mean, I'd I'd use Andujar instead of Ford, but you've kind of like haven't prepped him for that at all. Yeah. And they like they in that case is, in that's case, over in my head. Yeah. So, same roster. I mean, they could add a 14th pitcher. It would be King, in my opinion, and it would be for slop time. Yeah. It's not nothing that really changes the outcome of the game. You hope. I'm just worried about the bullpen. I've been saying it for forever. If they if they run into we got to burn the pen game here, they don't throw guys three games in a row, and now yeah. they're gonna have to throw some guys three games in a row, and they're gonna you know, it's like a perfect storm of. Imagine if all they they all throw four games in a row, and you get to game five, and you're like, what do we do now? I think they won't do that. I don't think they'll do four in a row. I think, I don't know. It's gonna be weird to see, and that's uh again, I, it's. A Hail Mary, it's, it's been poo-pooed, and I do think King probably has a leg up. But if you are digging deep for something like that, you know, Clark Schmidt could have three innings for you after the hap start. Whether that's good or bad, I don't know. Um, and so could Mike King, I guess. So um, I don't know. It's just a deep cut, and I've seen a lot of young guys get opportunities this postseason. Yankees have had a little funny business this year. We'll see. I... uh I don't know. It's it's the Yankees. I mean, they overused the pen last year, 
and the pin is lesser this year, and the games are in more consecutive days, so it's an honest fear. Yeah, for the Rays, they have a lot of arms out there. Their number one guy that they like the most is Anderson. He pitched yeah. in both wild card games. Uh, other than other than that, they spread it out. Uh, Diego Castillo, the wrist breaker, Peter Fairbanks, Jake's dude, my guy, Ryan Thompson, Aaron Loop, mix and match like crazy. But uh, I think they like Nick Anderson the most. Yeah. But again, that to them, again, the Rays look at baseball differently. If if the Yankees have the eighth inning and it's you know, Judge Hicks, Stanton, they will go to Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson pitched three innings against the Yankees this year in over four games, zero hits. Yeah. Zero runs, zero earned runs, one walk. He good. wonder who got a walk against him. Yeah, he is good. He good. Gio Urshela, how about that? Most happy fella. I also think the defense is going to be, you know, a little more put on display. Five games set, so more games. Um, a team that puts the ball in play a lot and will do hit and runs and will do some funny stuff and try to beat shifts and stuff a little bit. So we'll see. Yeah, and I think uh, platoon guys to watch, their catchers, Perez and Zanino, uh, lefty-righty, classic. Cole versus the bottom. They'll be there. Cole versus the bottom of the lineup. Mike Brasseau, he was the guy Chapman uh, dome shot this year, and then he came back, hit two homers. He's disgusting against lefties. Uh, I don't think we've seen Nate Lowe this year, not Brandon Lau, who's been their best player. Uh, We should see him at first base a little bit. He's a big lefty. I mean, you know, the lineups are going to look different every day. Randy Arazarena is a monster against lefties. Um, they picked up Brett Phillips, I think, when we were done playing them. He's a lefty. Everyone plays good defense. <laughs> Everyone's got a split. Everyone's got a party trick on the race. So it, We saw Nate Lau once. He walked twice. Ah, good job, Nate. Uh, Joey Wendell. Kiermaier's going to be there. <laughs> Kiermaier's going to be there. Good defense. Every day. Every day. Uh, he hit two second deck shots against us. Yeah, I mean, let's uh, let's get to Snell. Make them use their bullpen early. Get to glass now. I mean, it's going to become, can, can you lay off that glass now curve? They were able to lay off the Bieber curve. I wasn't impressed by the Bieber curve in that one game. But they were able to lay off, and that helped them. So... They said the analytic team before the Cleveland series had a, like, what, it was a five-hour meeting or something like that. They went over the scouting reports and the approaches. Let's hope they're having a 10-hour meeting. Yeah, up the ante. Why not? And, yeah. uh, you know, we... Take a nap, five-hour nap in between. Hey, we... The Rays bullpen is dirty. The more we see them, the better of a chance we'll have against them. So, you know, Snell, they don't let see a lineup three times. Yeah. And, you know, is that 5.2 innings? Or can you make that 4.1 innings? Because I think that makes a big difference. Another reason I don't know why they'd go Snell one. Yeah. Um, you know, same same with Glass now. If there's something you can do, it's have them throw a lot of pitches. Um, the more we see that bullpen, you know, less their party tricks become less of a party trick. And you've seen the same magic trick once. It loses its, loses its lust over time. So... Let's get to their bullpen, or at least let's see it a couple times and hope to get to it later on. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, these are going to be intense. You're going to see 
guys screaming at each other. There's legitimate bad blood. I mean, the the horses that throw 98 stuff. Um, I mean, this is going to be wild. I'm going to be scared. I'm going to be very scared. If you want to watch live yeah. with us, we'll be live, going crazy, losing our minds, having fun. Yeah. I think that's it. I mean, it's Saturday, so we're not as gung-ho. The emotions aren't with me as much as I'd want to be on the preview. Tune in for the the pregame yeah. show uh, on Monday around two and a half hours, three hours before whenever they announce the lineups. And you'll you'll hear a different version of ourselves. We'll either be, it'll be a lot of nervous energy. A lot of nervous energy. Yeah. 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 All right. That's all. Thank you guys very much for hanging out with us. Appreciate you. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.